Hello, everybody, and welcome to Medic's Mind, the podcast. Thanks for coming by. I really do appreciate it, as always. Uh, this is going to be a Yuletide episode. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a Christmas episode. I got some things that I want to say, two topics uh, that I really want to address uh, surrounding Christmas and the holiday season, and we'll get right into that after this. Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to A Medic's Mind, the podcast. Um, before I get started, uh, the one thing that I would like to do, uh, or the one thing that I'd, I'd really like to say is thank you. Um, I need to say thank you because I looked at my stats today um, for the podcast, and uh, I've been going for just over a month now um, with with doing this podcast thing online. And, uh, and I've, I've had uh, numerous people reach out to me, um, some friends, some complete strangers, uh, reach out and email me, um, or send me a message directly through the podcast. And, uh, the support has been absolutely overwhelmingly positive. Um, I, I started out doing this, uh, just because I'm a fan of podcasts. I love podcasts and I thought this would be a good way to, kind of get my thoughts out there and, uh, and, and just have a little bit of introspective therapy, uh, orated aloud. And, uh, that's how it started and, and how uh, it continues to be for me. But when I looked at the stats today, uh, I have almost 3000, uh, total listens and I average about 67 listens per episode. So that means people are listening and that is, uh, really humbling to me because it means that people care about what I have to say which is mind blowing to me. Uh, it's absolutely insane that, uh, <laughs> that my voice is reaching people, uh, people that I know and people that I don't know. Uh, so, uh, a sincere thank you from me to you guys. Thank you so much for all the support and kindness. It, it really does mean a lot to me and it is not taken for granted. I assure you that, uh, I, I, I appreciate it beyond, uh, words can convey. So thank you. Thank you very much. And now for this episode of A Medic's Mind, the podcast. So it is Christmas time. Uh, actually, at the time this is recorded, we're about 13 days away from Christmas. 13 days. That's insane. I I can't... Uh, I mean, it went by so fast. I, I think that's a cliche thing to say, I know. But uh, it's it's true. The year, uh, really, when I, when I look back on it... Um, it went by really fast, but there's also some really big things that I went through uh, this year. Finding sobriety being one of the bigger, um, bigger achievements, uh, but also challenges too. Um, because in order to uh, get to that statement, um, you have to go through some some things. So that was that was big. Uh, you know, I'm still in mourning for the loss of my mother um, from 2017. And, uh, and, and, and now in being sober at Christmas time, I mean, I'll, uh, so to tell you what, how Christmas has been for me over the past five or six years, the way I've typically addressed Christmas, and I'm not going to say celebrated Christmas because there really hasn't been, uh, anything that would fit the description of celebrate, uh, over the past five to six years, I have never decorated my apartment or whatever apartment I was living in. Never decorated it, never got a tree or a little tree or lights or anything. 
Uh, I would typically, a few days prior to Christmas, go to the liquor store and procure a uh, bevy of, uh, <laughs> of of alcohol and make sure that I was well stocked up. My fridge had no food. Uh, food was a secondary thought. And I would uh, have food you know, uh, delivered to my house if, if need be. Generally speaking, Chinese food and Korean food and, and stuff like that is, is open on Christmas. So I knew that I could eat if I needed to, uh, which is which is a, uh, you know, a, a good indication of where my mindset was at. If I'm thinking about Chinese and Korean food ordered to my house as opposed to making food uh, on Christmas, you know, I don't eat Korean or Chinese food on any other time of the year. Uh, so that kind of shows you where my, my motivation was. My motivation was drink. Uh, kill, kill the pain, drown it. Um, and that's what I've been doing over the past five to six years. Now I used to love, uh, you know, Christmas. And I think we all maybe did as kids at, at a certain point as kids anyway. Uh, now the thing about Christmas, it was never really, uh, I mean, it was good in my family, but it was never great. Uh, I mean, kind of, it was kind of a turbulent time, uh, a lot of the times, but it was also, there was also some really good times too. So it was, a, it's kind of a mix for me, um, for memory. Uh, and, uh, but the, but Christmas objectively, uh, there's, there's a majesty to Christmas, you know, and a mystique to the, you know, the procuration of gifts, uh, you know, and, and so it's supposed to be a really special time, a magical time. And, and I don't feel any of that right now. Uh, and I know that I'm not, you know, a, a little kid and that's not what I mean, but it, overall in general, uh, it doesn't feel any different to me. I don't feel any sort of, uh, change in the air, which I, I have felt in the past, um, you know, uh, back many years before this, you know, probably a better part of a decade ago now, um, I guess, you know, with having a, a girlfriend at the time uh, and having to uh, think about gifts that I was going to get her and, and things like that uh, and being able to phone my mom, you know, uh, phoning my mom at Christmas was always a big thing for me to phone and talk to her for a little while. Um, and I remember last Christmas, I, I drank myself silly. Uh, I, I really did. I was, uh, I think I had passed out probably shortly after noon. Um, and gotten up again, probably close to dinner time where I, I ate some Chinese food and I drank again up until around two, three in the morning of boxing day, fell asleep. And, uh, and you know, that was kind of how my, my several days leading into and after Christmas went. And, uh, and, that you know, that's sort of how, how that's been. And, uh, and now this year I, um, I can, I have these ideas, these thoughts that I, uh, maybe I'd like to throw a couple of light strands up in my apartment. Uh, probably not going to get a tree, uh, just cause I don't really have anywhere to store it. The idea of getting a tree is nice, uh, but maybe just some lights to try and see if I can, uh, elevate my Christmas spirit. I, I've been, I tried to watch a Christmas movie. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie of all time, by the way, is a Christmas story. Uh, with Ralphie and his hunt for the Red Rider BB gun. If you haven't seen the movie, you need to. A Christmas Story with Ralphie. You, you gotta watch that. And if you have seen it, you'll know exactly what I mean and how special that movie is. Uh, the Leg Lamp, classic. You know, uh, I've been on the hunt for a leg lamp for years. Uh, Amazon, I know I could get one from there, but uh, it's price that's kind of an issue. Um, 
I actually, I've never even looked online to see what they would be, but, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't, I can't get through them. I tried to watch a Christmas story, um, because I haven't downloaded and I, I can't, I can't get through it. I've, I've tried and, uh, and I, I just can't, I can't get through, uh, no matter how much I want to. And, um, and that's, that sucks, you know, um, because, this time of year is supposed to be a special time. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to, uh, at least idealistically, a time when everything slows down a little bit. You know, people you know, celebrate family, celebrate some time off work. Uh, typically, the daily normal grind that we go through uh, leading up to this time of year uh, comes to a, 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 you know, a sluggish halt. Uh I haven't experienced that sluggish halt for many years. Just being a paramedic, we didn't really experience that because we work in shifts. So some years it was my, you know, my duty to work Christmas, you know, day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. It was just how the schedules worked. So that slowdown never really happened. Um, but you know, overall, you could you could feel the the you know the objective slowdown. You could feel the kind of, uh, you know, people would just be a little different. Maybe they would smile at you a bit more uh, is something that I had noticed. And now this year, uh, I'm not really smiling much at anybody. Um, I'm just not happy. I'm, I'm really down a lot of the time. And I, I've been sick over the past few days. And it's something that just isn't going away on its own. And I think I might need to go see a doctor. And I hate doctors. And it's that the whole thing is weighing on my mood as well. And um you know, and it, it's easy to hear that voice that goes, yeah, of course, you know, of course this is happening. I mean, why wouldn't you get sick just before Christmas, even though the, the date of getting sick really doesn't, it's kind of irrelevant. Uh, it's very arbitrary. Uh, but, you know, the, the depression voice can come in and, and sort of croon to you with, uh, you know, with those um, those bad, you know, thoughts, the, the exaggerating thoughts of making it worse. Um, and I, you know, I started thinking about that early today about how, you know, man, it's so close to Christmas and I, you know, I, I don't really have anyone that I, I have shopped for anymore. Uh, not really anyway, not in the same capacity of when I had, uh, you know, I had a spouse, uh, you know, uh, or having to send a card, uh, in the mail in time to make sure that it got to my mom so that she got, you know, got my card, my Christmas card. And, uh, um, when I started thinking about that, I, uh, I, I opened up my drawer, um, and, uh, and I, I pulled out, um, pulled out my mom's card and it has a Christmas tree on it. And, um, I was going to put that card on my counter as my Christmas, Christmas tree. And, uh, and that was, that was going to be my Christmas tree, um, in, in the house. But, um, you know, it's got my mom's handwriting in it and, uh, and it's, it's the last card that she ever sent me. And I, you know, I, I, I left it on the counter for probably, it probably lasted about two minutes and then I, I had to put it away. Um, every time I walked by, I'd, I'd look at it and I'd read it and I'd see the lettering and, and, uh, and then, um, seeing her handwriting. Um, then I, you know, then I started picturing my mother's other note and, uh, uh it's, that's, uh, really painful. Um, so I, yeah, so that card got put, put back away and, um, and then I was left with, uh, just this kind of overwhelming sadness, this pain, um, that, 
for the rest of my life, uh, and I'm not saying that for the rest of my life, Christmas will be bad because it won't. I'm sure of that, but it's going to be different. Irrevocably so. And, um, and it's going to be difficult in, in a lot of ways. You know, if I, in a, in a completely hypothetical here, if you wouldn't mind following me, um, if, if I, if I do come, come to a time where I do meet somebody and let's say I go to their family for, go to their family's place for Christmas and uh, we're sitting around and having dinner or kind of having that after dinner, you know, quiet time, sitting around talking and, and, uh, I, I know that I'm going to look around the room and I'm going to see the faces of everyone there, but I'm not going to see my mom's and I know that I won't be able to go anywhere to see my mom's, at least not in the way in which I want to see it. And, uh, and that, that hurt, that sucks. That hurts because, well, I mean, for obvious reasons, right? I mean, it's my mom. Um, but just overall, uh, right now it doesn't feel like Christmas. I, uh, I, it doesn't feel any different right now. I just feel down. Uh, like I have, you know, I, I you know, like not being, not feeling very well means I'm not outside very often. I'm not doing too much. So I try to at least get outside to get some sunlight. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's been a bit cloudy, which I don't mind. I love the clouds. I love kind of bleaker, you know, kind of gray weather that doesn't generally depress me. Like it does a lot of people, which I think I'm kind of fortunate with because if it did, <laughs> I would hate to see just how depressed I would be. Uh, but it, you know, I, I just, this whole thing, it just seems like, uh, it feels like I'm on an incline right now, walking up it. Everything takes effort. You know, everything is work. Uh, and with being physically uncomfortable with being sick, you know, my stomach's kind of in knots and I'm flipping upside down and twirling around. And I, I don't know if that's nerves or if that's some sort of something that I really do need to go get checked out because it's been persistent over the past little while. Um, but it, it's, you know, everything I do feels like a chore. I have, I have to go uh, to therapy again this week and the thought of navigating my way there, taking transit, uh, is one thing, but then thinking about waking up in the morning to have a shower, to brush my teeth, to comb my hair, to, to be presentable, to be at therapy. It makes me feel exhausted and I'm like a day away, like a full day away from therapy. You know, and I'm just thinking about it, it makes me feel exhausted. And uh and that's where I'm at right now. And and those are my those are my thoughts of, of focus, not on, you know, the the you know, the mistletoe and the chestnuts roasting and the baby it's cold outside. That song's not offensive, by the way. It's not offensive at all. Not even a little bit. So just stop with that nonsense, please. Um it, it's just, it's, it sucks because like I said before, there's, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be a great time of year. And objectively, when you look at the, you know, the, the sort of nuances of Christmas and the, the, uh, you know, the, the symbolism behind a lot of the things, it, it is a kind of a, a unique time of year that really you don't find anywhere else. Uh, when you, when you take away the commercial aspect of it, you know, when you take away that, that that aspect of Christmas when you when you negate the the commercialism let's just push that into a separate dust pile for a second 
take away the commercial aspect of it and start just thinking about Christmas for what idealistically it, it can be. And, and that's, that's a nice thing to think about. And I, I do, you know, I, I've, I, I, on my TV, I put, uh, this little nativity or not nativity. It was like a skating scene, but it was computer, computer, you know, uh, graphically enhanced and, uh, and it had Charlie Brown characters doing the skating. And I love Charlie Brown. You know, I used to every year when I was a kid, when I was growing up and even when I was a teenager and I'd have my friends sleep over, uh, you know, I would say, Hey, let's have a theme night. You know what I mean? And by that we would go to the, the video store because they still existed back when we were youngsters and, uh, and we would get like Charlie Brown Christmas and, uh, like the, you know, we'd rent like safe by the bell Christmas, you know, all of our favorite shows, we would rent the, the Christmas episodes of them. And, uh, and, and, and that's what we would do. And, and then we would come back and, and we'd stay up all night just watching Christmas shows and, uh, and drinking eggnog and, and, uh, it was, it was a great time. And, uh, and I remember that was that for me, those were the more, the more magical times. Cause I knew, especially when my mom was healthy and she was good, uh, because I was excited for Christmas then, you know, uh, my mom was great at getting the gifts that you kind of, that you really wanted. She didn't get you everything you wanted, but she got you that one thing that you really wanted. And then, uh, you know, she was great at getting you little things that you didn't know you wanted or needed. You know, like I always used to hate, you know, the socks and toothbrush and underwear thing. And then like halfway through the following year, I'd be like, oh shit, I got a brand new pair of socks here. Fuck yeah. And if you've ever put like new socks on your feet after a shower, brand new socks on your feet after a shower, that's, that's, you know, that's like, you know, just toe sex. It's amazing. (laughs) It's like metatarsal sex. It's. It's abs. It's orgasmic, uh, and uh, and you know, th- so she was great that way, and you know, I th- that stuff left me um, long time ago, long time ago. I mean, I it was nice to send my mom cards and stuff, but Christmas itself and the the love of it and the attraction to it left me a long long time ago. It, especially on the days that I worked um, because as a paramedic, you're never, nobody ever calls you because they want you to show up for dinner. You know, they call you because something terrible has happened and we would go to a lot of family fights and those family fights would feel eerily reminiscent of, uh, you know, of childhood of, of growing up. And uh, you know, I don't think I really, I, I don't think I really understood that at the time. I don't think I really understood why I felt so uncomfortable in those situations or why I, felt so tired afterwards, um, uh, or just emotional, uh, impacted, you know, not like nearing tears or anything. That's not what I mean, but just impacted emotionally. I don't think I, I really fathomed why. And, uh, and so yeah, Christmas, the, the mystique of it, um, of the getting the gifts and the majesty of, of the season itself that left me years ago. And, um, and I, I thought to myself, in the fall, this past fall, once I got out of Bellwood and I, I was enjoying the fall season, the, the leaves were changing and it looked really beautiful. And, uh, I lived down by the water, I live right by the lake. And so it was a bit beautiful to walk around. And there's, uh, so many great little hidden areas that take you away from the city. Uh, you know, help you forget that you're in a big bustling city, one of the biggest in North America. Uh, you know, 
and and kind of hide you away from the the uh, the brashness of of city life and um and I remember thinking to myself you know when Christmas comes it's gonna be kind of cool you know it's it's, it's gonna be you know it's, you're sober this year you, you can kind of do some other stuff and uh, and now that we're less than two weeks away from Christmas you know um, I don't feel anything other than uh, apathy yeah and which is which makes me sad feeling nothing towards it makes me feel sad because uh it's supposed to feel different and i think that's what i was hoping for i think that's what i wanted i wanted to feel different um i wanted to i think i wanted a a break from the pain um because i'm still in a lot of pain whether it's thinking of my mom and and the, the 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 tragedy of her death or whether it's waking up from having these nightmares um, or seeing terrible things when I close my eyes. Um, and and uh, there's the city's been really busy lately with a lot of, a lot of emergencies going on. So there's been fire trucks and, and ambulances, you know, in plethoric numbers flying by my window. And, uh, and I can't help when I see a fire truck, I can't help, but, but start to smell, um, like burn burned per, burning flash burning person um and it's i know where it comes from i i know the call i i can picture it now uh which i don't want to do but um uh um you know uh it uh it sucks it sucks because it it's 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 really difficult um, to maintain a positive outlook, and a positive outlook is so crucial with recovery, with getting better, not just on the the alcohol side of things or the substance side of things, whatever your vice may be, but also on on the, on the mental health recovery. You know, you have to you have to have uh, a strong surplus of positivity that you can that you can draw from in in times like this and. I'm not a very positive person. I've, I don't think I ever really have been. And, um, and, and it sucks in, in this specific uh, instance of, of being this way because I generally operate down low mood-wise, but in, in the creeping days of, of proximity to Christmas, having these other thoughts about Christmas, it, it's sort of a snowball effect. Um, and that's not a pun on the season, by the way at least not a winning one. Um, but it is, it's a snowball effect and it cascades and it gets bigger and bigger or seemingly perceptually gets bigger and bigger. And, uh, and the depression gets heavier and heavier. And so it's been really hard. Uh, I mean, I woke up at 11 today, um, 11 and I've been typically getting up at eight 45 and I got up at 11 and, uh, I don't know if that's cause I'm partly sick, uh, and partly depressed. Um, I know that I, I was dead tired and uh, I didn't even hear my alarm go off. Uh, so I think maybe being sick kind of has something to do with it. Um, but uh, it just, it really sucks. I, I think I wanted to come on here and talk because I've this has just been something I've been thinking about. And then when I put that card on my counter tonight, I, oh man, that hit me so hard. You know, I, I put it on the counter and even though I wasn't looking at the card, I could feel the card against my back. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You know, it felt like the card was looking at me. Uh, so it wasn't the right move. It wasn't, 
the right day. At least it's not the right time. And that sucks because it means I'm still really, really hurting. And I don't like I I it and and I know that I'm really hurting it because I can I can fucking feel it. And jeez, oh, it doesn't feel good. Um, not in the slightest little bit, actually. And uh, you know, I I I don't know when or if that'll go away. I'm sure the the you know intensity of it likely will diminish at some point. Um, but it's it's certainly not now. It's definitely not this Christmas, and it's definitely not in these days leading up to it. You know, um, so I you know I I've I don't really know what I'm gonna do. You know, like I said, I I was trying to you know watch some Christmas movies to try not to put myself just in the Christmas mood, but also to to elevate my mood to alleviate some of the you know the despair that I'm I'm starting to to be you know encumbered by. Um, you know, I, I thought, you know, maybe going downtown and seeing the Christmas displays would be good, but then I don't even want to get on the transit cause it's so busy, especially on weekends. It, it's so busy. People are everywhere and I don't want to be like, I'm not comfortable there. So then therefore the therapeutic benefit of being there wouldn't be, uh, what it was intended for because I'd just be too nervous and hypervigilant looking around and, you know, uh, the, the, the one thing that I can tell you I'm, I'm happy about is I've been reading a lot of my, my friends statuses and having conversations with my friends, uh, via over the phone or via online. Uh, and I'm glad I don't have to do Christmas shopping. Uh, at least not really, you know, I can buy a gift card, uh, or I can just send money and I could do that from, from the comfort of my couch. I don't actually have to go to a mall and deal with the hordes of fucking muggles because that that would drive me up the, I find that people are ignorant on the normal scale but then when you get them into a high stress situation like stress shopping then they just become giant you know lumbering cunts and I have no interest in dealing with that so I'm happy uh there's one huge positive I can take away from this entire thing is that I don't have to deal uh with you know, with that. So there is that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I guess overall, I don't know. I think another thing that I'd like to do is I'd like to write another blog post before Christmas, but I want to try and make a, a Christmassy post. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know, I, I kind of want to write something that has some, I guess, childish charm to it, you know, to try and bring out that magic that I that that I think we all once felt. I think I would like to try and do something like that, but it's tough. It's really tough because a lot of my experiences at Christmas weren't really all that magical. They were actually really painful. And um and it it sucks. It really does suck to to want to do something, to have an idea of something, but then not really know where to pull from, where to draw it from. <laughs> and, and then, you know, I start falling down further into, into depression alley and I, it's hard guys. It is. Um, but I, I know th- that I'm really fortunate and I, I think that's why I started the episode with a big thank you because, you know, I do have a lot of things that are positive and are great. And, the response and outpouring of, of positivity that I've received this blog, well, that's almost magical in a way. Because, I mean, or this podcast, uh, 
because I, I mean, the f- people are listening to me, random people, uh, and it's the, it's mind blowing that that. And I've had somebody tell me that that my blog or my podcast has helped them so much. That's what that was a direct word. My, your podcast has helped me so much. You don't even know that when I read that, I just melted into humility, and I was so grateful. Um, because the one thing that I think I miss the most about being a paramedic is helping. It's a rare thing to be calm in the face of chaos and, and worry to be the guy that's calm and to know what to do. Or even if I didn't know exactly what to do because the, the situation was complex to know that I could figure it out. To know that, you know, I had the skill and the knowledge and the tools to figure it out and and to to be able to be the guy that helps in those situations. It feels incredible. And I miss that the most. And so feeling like I'm, I mean, like I said, this podcast is a very selfish endeavor. Uh, it really is. I, I started it out very selfishly and it was very much uh, designed just to help me out. And the fact that it's that it's done something for somebody else um, puts me on fucking cloud nine when I when I got that message from her uh, put me on cloud nine unbelievable and uh, I got another message from a friend of mine today saying that he listens to the, my podcast on his way to work it's, <laughs> that's you know that he puts he puts the the effort into you know finding the 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 post putting it on and listening to it in his car as opposed to listening to the top forty. Or, or something distracting. He's, he's listening to my blog. He's listening to me ramble on. That's crazy to me. Uh, deeply humbling, but crazy to me. Uh, so, you know, the, those, that's, to me, that is magical. Um, so I am beyond grateful. It's just uh, right now, uh, with relation to Christmas, you know, the, the song, This Is Christmas. Well, if, if this is Christmas, it can eat my ass because this sucks. It fucking sucks. I no, I don't feel, I don't feel it. I don't feel anything, uh, even approaching close to approaching magic. Um, so I, I thought that maybe getting some Christmas lights and hanging them in the apartment. I think I mentioned that earlier. Uh, but hanging them in the apartment, to, like maybe that would having that physical representation of Christmas within my apartment. Maybe having that physical change of environment. Uh, something and something that I've constructed and built and put into place, maybe that in turn would help uh, with fostering the growth of the other kind of sort of nicer Yuletide type feelings. Um, and that's that's what I'm hoping anyway. So that's what I'm trying for, and uh, I I hope it works <laughs> because to feel any any further down than what I than what I do right now, oh man. I don't know, but I, I basically, I think what I'm saying is I know that I have to try. I have to try to feel better. I have to, whether it's going to be a Christmas movie that helps me or whether it's going to be lights or whether, whether it's just playing video games with my brother and hearing his voice, um, or maybe snow, maybe snow would help too. seeing some snow, uh, so many different things that I, I hope will, will change, but I, you know, all I'm saying is that right now it's Christmas and I, I just, I feel kind of lonely and uh, I feel kind of down. And, um, and I think, 
Actually, I know that I'm not alone. This is a tough time for a lot of people. Uh, you know, with the one thing about being a veteran is knowing a lot of, you know, kind of lonely people. Uh, and, uh, and it, you know, this is I'm, this situation that I'm feeling, the, the things I'm feeling are not unique to me. Um, they're pretty ubiquitous with, with a lot of the circles that I belong to. And, um, but I, the, I, like, I know that it doesn't like stumbling so hard over my words here, but, uh, I know that it can get better. Uh, maybe, maybe like, I don't know if that magic will ever come back, but, uh, I, I know, I know tomorrow's a new day. That's what I know. Tomorrow is a new day. And, and if I wake up tomorrow, then I'm in that new day and then I can take it from there. I can take it one, it's one step at a time, one foot at a time, left foot, right foot. And until we get to wherever we're supposed to be. And my hope is that, uh, you know, that just by doing this and by trying to be proactive and trying to trying, just trying in, in trying, I am hopeful that I can at least pull myself from the depths a little bit. And I don't, like I said, I don't know how that's going to happen. Maybe it is a blog post. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a something like a movie on YouTube or, uh, you know, whatever, or, the, or lights hanging in my thing. Nothing's going to take away me missing my mom this year. Nothing. And nothing will ever take away me missing my mom. That's going to be something that remains for the rest of my life the rest of the time I have here. And and that's just, that's an inevitability. But like I said before, the intensity in which that grief is there may may diminish, at least the the intensity of those grief spikes may diminish. And uh, all I can do is is face it as they come. And, and, uh, and right now, this year, this particular, right, what you're listening to right now, they're pretty strong. And those peaks are pretty broad and they last for quite some time. And, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to navigate it. I'm trying to deal with it. I'm trying to get past it. And that's all, that's all I can do. And that's, that's really, that's all any of us can do is just try one thing, you know, one thing, if it troubleshooting, right? Just like anything, troubleshooting. So that's, that's where I'm at this Christmas season. That's where I'm at. Uh, I'm basically Ebenezer Scrooge, but poor, right? <laughs> if, if I could get visited by some, uh, you know, some rich ghosts as opposed to the, the ghosts of the, the lives I've lost, uh, that would be fucking great. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. So, um, the other topic I wanted to talk about uh, today, or the other thing that I wanted to, to ask, or at least bring into question, and it's sort of a self-answered question, but the the topic at hand is, is Die Hard 1 a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And here's what I think. Yes! 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 Yeah, I absolutely think it is. I It's 100% a Christmas movie. For one, it has a bromance probably one of the best bromances of all time. I can't remember what the uh, the cop's name is, but he I believe his name's Carl on Family Matters. And, uh, you know, and, and then Bruce Willis and his character. Absolutely, you know, a bromance. You know, there's nothing better than a bromance. 
So there's that aspect. There's, you know, for me, the realistic aspect of, you know, having a, you know, terrible relationship, terrible thing, but he, you know, but he's the tryhard. He wants to, you know, wants to do good. And that's, you know, sometimes he steps on his own dick, right? So he fucks up anyway. And I feel like that's kind of been symbolic of my life. I've always wanted to try and do good. I've always wanted to, you know, do, do good things. And sometimes I fucking step on my own dick, trip on my face and fall down a hill. So <laughs> it's very relatable in that sense. But then, you know, you have the, the you know, he, he saves all these people. So he brings cheer, you know, he brings this, this Christmas cheer right there. And uh, there was a really uh, big party with lots of gourmet, gourmet food. So there's that. Uh, it's definitely a family fight. Uh, so that happened. Uh, and then, you know, it doesn't feel like Christmas until Gruber falls off the Nakatomi Plaza. That is Bells of Holly right there, folks. That is glorious Christmas. It just cinematography. That is Christmas wrapped up in a fucking bow watching Gruber just become smaller as he descends from the top of the Nakatomi Plaza and falls down to, you know, the the abyss down below. I mean, it doesn't get much better. That's like all I want for Christmas is to get out of Nakatomi Plaza. Well, have no fear, fucking Bruce is here. Yeah, he's he'll help you out, and he does. Yeah, he crawls through the vents. You know, it's it's uh, it is a time, and I would argue further that even Die Hard Two is a Christmas movie. I would, yes, I would. I would state that Die Hard Two is a great follow up Christmas movie. So I that's where I stand on the debate on whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It one hundred percent is. I would sit down and watch it with my kids and I would say, get ready, you're in for a real classic. And then when that first spread of MP5 machine gun fire happens on screen, I would say, more eggnog, anyone? (laughs) Because that, maybe that's what I can watch to get me into the Christmas spirit because it's really tough to not feel some sort of spirit when Bruce Willis is on screen and uh, saying, saying all kinds of Bruce Willis things. Actually, uh, I think I might, uh, I might have something here. Let me see if, uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, might, uh, might not, I might not have it. But if I can, if I get, if I do have it, yes, this will be fantastic, and it will make. Uh, I think I do, I do, I do have it. Okay, so this is Christmas. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Oh yeah, there's another one. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Ah, oh, so good. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It just gets better. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's like Jingle Bells right there. It really is. <laughs> so I think the debate's been put to rest, really. I mean, what other Christmas movie can you have all the things that encompass Christmas? You know, family fights, gourmet food, some guy with no shoes on at a very early part in the evening. Uh, you know, somebody dies at some point. So that happens. Uh, and and then, and then it snows, I believe. I believe there's some snow in that movie. But uh, I could be thinking of Die Hard 2. Either way... Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie, so I'm still correct in the assertion that, yes, Die Hard as a whole is a Yuletide Christmas movie. So if you're struggling for something to watch this year, struggle no longer. Die Hard or Die Hard 2. Epic movies, epic Christmas. That's it for me, folks. I'm out of here. I am going to go and uh, try to alleviate some uh, some more of this depression by telling myself stupid things like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys coming by and I want to wish you guys 
if I don't get a chance to get back on here, uh, I am going to try very hard to, but I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. And if that offends anybody, well, then you're listening to the wrong podcast. Uh, and uh, no, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, any sort of thing that you celebrate, I, I do wish you nothing but the most joy. And uh, I really hope that anybody, if you are struggling uh, with depression, um, just just know that uh, you know tomorrow's a new day. And that's what I keep telling myself: tomorrow's a new day. And and if I've survived the the day that you know that that I that I have, then I can survive tomorrow too. And uh, and eventually. Uh, I will, I will find some happiness and, um, that's all I, that's all we can do. So I, I hope the best for you. And, um, yeah, with that, I'm going to bid you guys do. You guys have a great evening or morning, depending on when you're listening to this. Either way, stay warm, drive safe, get a cup of tea and keep talking to each other. 